0: There's only two ways to make money in this industry. Charge very little and work a ton Mm -hmm. or charge a ton and work very little. They're the same amount. Yep. They're the same amount. It's your choice. It's your choice.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Sid Charisse.
0: And I'm David Bosher.
1: And you're listening to Destroy the Hairdresser.
0: Where we teach you to salon differently. By now, our listeners know that we recommend that salons go cashless. And with Aura Salonware, you can now accept only the payments you want. Aura Salonware is an integrated point of sale that accepts both card present and card not present payments. That means cards can be kept on file and clients can use Express Pay to get through checkout in seconds.
1: We also coach salons to go gratuity free and Aura allows you to hide the gratuity line for those using this method of business. With Aura Salonware, you can future-proof your salon with technology. If you are interested in this type of profit maximization, visit aurasalonwarecom slash DTH to receive special discounts and promos.
0: Color inventory doesn't have to be so painful. There's finally a solution and that solution is SalonScale. We have partnered with SalonScale to make this process more streamlined and simple. The SalonScale app will keep track of all of your color used down to the last drop, and it'll give you a suggested color order list whenever you need it. No more underordering and no more over-ordering. Visit SalonScale.com slash DTH and use code DTH10 at checkout for 10% off. This is going to be a fun episode because...
1: We're reading comments. (sighs) So...
0: (laughs) Why don't we just do this every episode? We wouldn't have to ever think ever again. We can just read the comments.
1: (laughs) <laughs> our followers will be our AI. Um, <laughs> I like to ask burning questions on Instagram. One, just to create a conversation, but also to kind of gauge where our industry's sitting right now. And I know that's a broad, you know, broad data because we don't just the whole industry doesn't follow us. Bring but
0: it, bring it up.
1: I asked everyone, our industry. our industry should start normalizing blank. And it really made me so sad. <laughs> because, one, a lot of the things that people are saying that they're frustrated with are the same things that when we create created our methods, the methods were solutions to, yet...
0: Let me clarify. Okay, what I'm trying to say? Now, what you're trying to say. Let me clarify. We have created solutions... To the problems I'm about to read. To the problems. That... But just because we, I was watching this again on Instagram, <laughs> and this woman said that there's been a lot of research done on opinions. And if yes. someone has, now I got the stomach bubbles. <laughs> if someone has a strong opinion about something, that facts will not, they will not buy into facts, no matter how many facts you give if, them. Even if it was
1: written, In front of them, they saw it physically. Yeah, and it's
0: a—it's how our brains work. It's how our brains protect us and how we stay alive. And it's hardwiring. So, I think we kind of knew that before science even told us that. Mm -hmm. But now, you know, we have there's belief systems. There's yeah, but I think that happens in the salon industry is we they we have been told to run this industry a certain way, over and over, and over again. And so when you have two people that come and say, you don't have to do it that way, with all the facts to show that there is a better way to do it, there is a way to make more money, there's a way to work less, there's a way to enjoy this more, that people will go, no, there isn't. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I can even, I can put someone in front of them and say, this is someone who we coach, who now makes over, you know, who's bringing in millions of dollars in the salon, who is on their own salary, who is not working. Living their best life. And they'll be like, "Oh, that won't work for me." Yeah, so it's called that,
1: learned helplessness.
0: Yes, learned mm-hmm. helplessness,
1: which is which is a big thing. If you don't know what that is, definitely look into it.
0: It's usually what abused people. Yeah, experience. it's
1: just like believing that the 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 scenario that I use a lot and how I learned about it. To put an example, is like the elephant at the circus who comes in as a baby and is chained up to a tree, and it's not strong enough to break the chain. So it truly believes that that chain is stronger than itself, no matter
0: how big it gets,
1: and then it continues to grow. It's still in the same chain. We know they could break these chains in seconds,
0: but it doesn't.
1: But it doesn't because it truly believes that that's the reality. And I was just like, oh my god, like what chains do we have in our own our own life, our own business? Like where are we being chained up? Well, let's read about them. Yep. So <laughs> I would say a majority of the people said um, lunch breaks. Okay. <laughs> Th- this is why it made me so sad because people are still not eating, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, at what point are we not questioning that? That's this is why I get frustrated and why we created this company is because I'm looking around at everyone. I'm like, why are you not questioning that this is okay? Like, why have we accepted that? Oh well, hairdressers don't get lunch breaks. That's what we are trying to destroy.
0: Like, it's funny to me because. When you read that when you read that statement, my brain shuts down because I'm just like, this is not this is not a hard issue to fix.
1: It really isn't.
0: With a little bit of critical thinking.
1: And willpower. And
0: a little bit of willpower.
1: And boundaries.
0: Right. But the but just like what we were talking about, the people that are saying it also don't want to take a lunch break.
1: Yeah. That you know, it's again. The question was, our industry should start normalizing, and it was lunch breaks, and that broke my heart. A couple, a couple people said, not working on Saturdays. We should stop start, start normalizing not working on Saturdays. And what's funny? Why don't is, we normalize
0: just working whenever you want?
1: Yeah, let's it's start not, thinking about that.
0: It's kind of like when you diet and you're like, I can't eat these things. And I remember I had someone tell me, Why don't you just tell me what you can eat? Yeah, and I was like, Oh, that I never thought about nutrition as what can you eat i always thought about what you as what can't you eat mm-hmm. and i think that's also with like i don't want to work saturdays okay what do you what do you want to work oh i don't know
1: it, what's i've <laughs> talked to a lot of hairstylists that have said this that maybe were commissioned stylists at the time and my question was have you ever had a a, a conversation with their like boss their boss and like, they're no. like no and that's a chain. That's a chain that's right there. That's learned
0: helplessness. Yes,
1: literally thinking. But also salon and owners. I will say salon owners have also believed that they have to have, that Saturdays are the busiest day, which is not true
0: anymore. Actually, a, a class we just taught a few weeks ago, we said Satu- blank is the new Saturday. And everyone was like, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, it was
1: no one said no Saturday. No one said
0: Saturday. Yeah. So this whole, and again, that's a learned behavior.
1: From the industry from how many years ago?
0: And I don't even know if it was that. It, it was during a time when people worked 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. So, Saturday and Sunday were hair days. Or Saturday. It was
1: they would go Thursdays. on the weekends to get their hair done. So, it benefited us as hairdressers to work on the weekends. But now, not everyone works 9 to 5. No, Some people work 5 to 9.
0: I don't even... <laughs> I don't think I know one person in my life that works 9 to
1: 5. Neither.
0: Or in an office every single day.
1: Yeah. I, if
0: there Does are... Does anyone in this room know... like. Know people that still do this
1: Monday through Friday, nine to five. Mm-mm. No, and someone said, "Just and by the I way, only them-
0: one person is in this room, and it's <laughs> Slayer." Us? And he shook his head, no. <laughs> and we are that- loosely nine to five here, with air quotes around it. Yeah, but like, do you? <laughs> They're <laughs> like no, ten down. to two. <laughs> They're like nine to five, but like whatevs.
1: Someone said
0: um, they work nine to five for for the government for the That's government what we're talking about. Yes,
1: <laughs> but it's switched and so many people work from home and there's just so much more freedom and flexibility in, in a lot of businesses are offering mental health days, which is one of the, some things that someone wrote down that our industry should start normalizing mental health. Someone wrote down our industry should start normalizing everything destroy the hairdresser teaches.
0: <gasps> well, whoever if said... If I could
1: give them a virtual goal. Actually, I'm going to like that right now. Whoever said that... You know what I'll tell you who liked right. it? Because I feel like Colavaria... I don't know how to pronounce it. Hair Salon. They're in New Zealand.
0: Oh, thanks New Zealand. Love we have them. so many fans we in Australia lo- and New Zealand. We really do. We, we have a we lot need of students a trip.
1: that have joined from there. Um, hold on, there was another good one I wanted to read. I, when I say a majority was lunch breaks and talking about meals, it was huge. Uh, someone said not hustling, taking off weekends, boundaries with clientele, paid vacations, the salon staff not being family, and so many more. And the reality is that there, there's simple solutions to those. Let's
0: rewind. Yep. Pa- not hustling. <sighs> Hold on. Paid vacations. Paid vacations. I want to talk about this. Paid vacations are not achievable. In an industry that is still hell bent on not making money as a salon owner, so if you own a business and you're a salon owner, and your dream is to give health insurance and paid vacation and all these things, but you're fucking expensive, but you're fine (laughs) scraping the bottom of the barrel to live as a business owner, I you're never going to be able to offer. And you have a staff that
1: refuses to raise their prices, or you are not coaching them and leading them. To the benefits of raising their prices for the collective of the, the business, it's just not financially possible. And I hear that a lot too, of like salon owners wanting to offer that. And it's not it's not always possible.
0: There's only two ways to make money in this industry. Charge very little and work a ton, mm-hmm. or charge a ton and work very little. They're the same amount. Yep. They're the same amount. It's your choice. It's your choice. But I will tell you, the person that charges a little and works a lot has a much shorter career, more than likely a much shorter lifespan due to health. And working more or working more and charging less does not uh, a wealthy business make. And therefore, all these requests that we have, like we should get healthcare and we should get, no one's even charging enough to provide for the salon to even be able to closely provide those things. Now, there are some large salons out there that are making good money, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, the ones that give health insurance have multiple locations because they're charging very little and they have a lot of people working. It's a factory. It's a factory. <laughs> That's, you, it doesn't have to be done that way. You can have a team of 10 charging really great rates. And the, and
1: backing that up with their...
0: back. Yeah, backing yeah. it up. And... Then the salon can make millions, the salon owner can make a salary, and then we can start thinking about 401k, then we can start thinking about health insurance, then we can start thinking about paid vacation. These are all things that
1: these are simple we these, have simple solutions. These for solutions, these
0: problems. The, the the things that people want, they aren't even willing to charge enough to pay their own bills, let alone get paid vacation. Like it it's so bizarre to me. Like you're still living on tips, but you want the salon to give you a paid vacation. Mm-hmm. None of this is making sense.
1: Or boundaries with clients, it's like you know that you can set the boundary, right? You don't the industry. Yeah, I the more of us that individually us. do this, the more it will change the industry because we have created the monsters. I call them monsters. They we, are monsters. We create the clients that treat us.
0: If you they're get treating your, us
1: that way, because we have either allowed it or haircut, taught them to. You're a monster. <laughs> I'm a monster. You're a monster. I am
0: a monster. But I think what's really interesting about and I'm not harping on, I, th- I think paid vacation is a great idea. Mm-hmm. I think health insurance for hairdressers is a really great idea. Um, but if we are living like starving artists and accept that as our fate, I don't know a lot of starving artists that have health insurance. Mm-hmm. So I, what we're asking for and what we're willing to do as, a, as an industry, like they're not matching up. And now a word from our sponsors.
1: We are proud to introduce you to HairStory. HairStory is known for their clean and safe ingredients, but did you know that they have one of the best affiliate programs on the market? You can earn 25% on all sales when your clients use your custom HairStory link. Plus, receive money on your purchases made by hairdressers you refer. For clients, they will receive 15% off their first purchase using your link. Need back bar? No problem. As a HairStory pro, you will unlock generous back bar pricing. Ready to try new wash for free? Visit hairstory.com DTH to get pro access today. Yeah. There has to be everyone willing to elevate and f- think in a, like, think with the full consciousness of like, what's the solution for that? And it starts with asking questions. Why am I not taking a lunch break? Why are my
0: clients treating me this way? And then, it, and then, what happens if I do?
1: Yes. Why am I not making enough money? Why am I working Saturday? Like, why are we not questioning these things that we hate about our industry?
0: Well, then, people. I think what's frustrating to people, and I think what. Scares people about just where the hairdresser is. Everything that we teach, if you do one thing, it causes
1: it's a ripple effect. One that's solution that's why we have ten methods.
0: One solution causes another "quote unquote" problem. Mm-hmm. But it's not that it causes a problem; it's you, it, you fixed something, and so now you have to fix the next part of that exactly. And then you then it shines the light on what's wrong somewhere else. so You got to fix that. That's what people don't like about our company because mm-hmm. if you if you they take, want a
1: quick instant fix.
0: I can't tell if if today we said we're going to teach you how to make we're going to teach you how to get to build your books in five days. Everyone would sign up. Everyone would sign up for that class, knowing that we that they're not going to do it, mm-hmm. and that we really don't know. Or they
1: probably won't even show up
0: for class. But if we, they won't. They'll pay us, and they won't show up for it, and they'll never watch it. It
1: blows my mind. Someone will pay at least like fifteen hundred to three thousand for a class, and then not ever take it. Look at it. I mean, we can we can see you if you've ever bought a we- class. <laughs> Every educator knows know. if you're watching or not, and we look, and I'm like, <laughs> looking at this person, I'm like, you spent that much money, you're complaining about your life not being able to change, you're complaining about money, you invest in it, and you you didn't show
0: up for it. I think that's, that's very problem. normal. I, I do that with gyms.
1: Yeah, but $49 at 3000 is a different...
0: I pay 123 <laughs> a month for I'd the YMCA. Up. I'd show up for that. <laughs> so... I, you know that's why I think people get frustrated with this because they say okay you say do this but then this happens and it's like right mm-hmm. well then if I do this then I have to do this correct
1: yeah. this is called owning a business it's called <laughs> showing up this is called being a promise but well, that's owner. not
0: how my boss did it before I thought you said you hated your boss before and
1: you never want to be like
0: them well I don't like how they did a business okay so then why are you doing it like mm-hmm. this it's oh, uh, we, yeah I could go on and on about this because it's wild mm-hmm what people are okay with.
1: I, and every and it was really truly to collect data and just to see what people are still struggling with. And the reality is it's like every single one of those people could completely change and their by scenarios. Way, I literally could go down the list and coach everyone and I have a solution for every single one. Every single one.
0: But what, and like I said, what the problem with those solutions, they're not really problems. The opportunities that those solutions bring are not just, okay, well, if I take a lunch, well, then... I'm going to lose money. Well, then we have to change the way that you charge. Well, if I change the way I charge, I I don't know if I can, I can if I can do that at this salon. Okay, then we may need to either open a salon or, or go to a different salon. So everything on your own, yeah. Everything that we teach you, it's every method requires that you do the next method because to do just one, it will cause chaos. Absolutely, it's like just working out your arm. <laughs> just. Can you imagine? Yeah, you just go to the gym. and You're like, I, w- I'd like to just work out this arm, <laughs> and the gym and the trainer's like, Well, you got to work out the other one for balance. No, I don't want to do that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, just this one,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then I'm done. That's what this sounds like when people ask us for help. It's that. I don't want insane. this. I just want to do this. It's. I can't advise you on that. Mm-hmm. That's not a good idea.
1: Yeah, it's so true. I mean, that summed it up. I, I. I think if I if
0: (laughs) he had two big arms. That's true. Because he ate spinach. That's the solution. (laughs) (laughs) The solution's spinach. Solve all (laughs) problems. No, I I do highly encourage I like those posts because And I'm sure that some people actually you ask what should we normalize? They may be They might have already fixed it. Yeah, they may have already changed it.
1: They know that other people haven't,
0: yeah. I, one of the things, so I want to open a salon in New York City and I just want to do hair. I don't want to do color. And one of the biggest things I've been talking with you about it, I've been mm-hmm. talking to Josh about it. I want to have like a table in the middle of the room and you close the salon for an hour and everyone eats together.
1: I love that.
0: And if you don't want to eat with us, go away. I mean, they do <laughs> that it,
1: outside of the United States it, and yeah. it's actually disrespectful Um like especially in like Spain and stuff, like mm-hmm. there's there's lunchtime and you well, eat with your friends and your family and you, or you just go home. One of our friends
0: works for Shop and oh, he yeah. goes to France all the time. And he's like, yeah, like you have a meeting and then you go eat all together. Yeah. And like you must go eat yeah. together and drink.
1: It's not an option.
0: But I, but I think. Maybe no drinking. I think we about. as Americans are like, how modern, how cool we're going to eat lunch together. We're, I'm like, it's not modern. No. It's ancient. It's <laughs> ancient ancient <laughs> it's an practice. ancient practice uh that we did not invent <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we'll sit around a bonfire and tell stories of our ancestors but my point is like we think that these things are like they're not that difficult Mm-mm. they're just not they're not um reactive solutions
1: yeah people will re- they want instant gratification and the reality is that nothing's going to change for you Unless we start normalizing, asking questions, and pushing back, and disrupting, and literally creating our own realities,
0: and there's a lot of people out there that are afraid to open a salon because they don't know because they don't want to do it how their boss has done it, which is fine, but they don't know what to do. And to all those people, those are all the people that should open salons.
1: There's so many
0: people out there
1: that could make major industry change.
0: The wrong people open salons. Mm-hmm. That's why the wrong, that's why everyone's having a bad experience. So call us and we'll help you.
1: Next time on Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast.
0: Yeah, we're we're in one of the oldest industries. It's us and prostitutes. <laughs>
1: it's like, true.
0: And ever we we're all needed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> prostitutes so, and hairdressers. Absolutely. <laughs>